DJ L. Spade, Common Knowledge Podcast. Just a man doing the best he can with what he got. And yo, I made a Facebook post saying that, yo, post-pandemic, let's retire handshakes and buffets. And man, I've never been like pro buffet ever in my damn life. Buffets are nasty, bro. Like, I haven't been to a buffet since the broke college years. <laughs> Cause I don't want to be somewhere where I gotta like pick up a ladle behind your nasty ass. And let's be honest, the sneeze guards are not like sneeze proof. People breathing all over the food. Touching the food. I, I mean, one time, dog, I saw dead ass serious. I saw this, this fat ass white dude in Martin, Tennessee, actually reach in with his hand and pick up some food, bro. And that was like when I said, nah, I can't do this no more. Because <laughs> seriously, dog, like, yo, how comfortable you got to feel to just use your damn hand to pick up some food at a buffet, bro? That's mad disgusting. But yeah. Yeah, I don't do buffets for that reason. Yo, yo, I'm not saying, like, let's get rid of buffets. But I'm saying, like, let's redo the whole structure of the buffet. Like, why don't, if it's an all-you-eat establishment, why don't you just have the food come from the back? Like, yo, look, just like the um, the Chirasso places, the Brazilian uh, barbecue places, they come by with the meat and they give it to you, but it's just literally one person serving you the meat. Like, why don't you have a buffet? Well, I can choose any item off the menu. You go to the back, you fix it, and bring it to me. You know why? Because that's mad inconvenient. People don't want to cook in the back. The beauty of a buffet is the restaurant has low overhead. They can cook all that crap at one time and just throw it out there, and you serve yourself. So it's like less manpower and everything. It's just easy. It's convenient. It's mad super convenient, huh? It's like grazing cattle or pig, huh? come and get it. It's all right there. <laughs> That's why like buffets are profitable. But yo, let's get rid of those after this pandemic. But the handshake on my post drew a lot of contention because people are out here riding for the handshake, man. Like the handshake means so much to so many people. <laughs> Dead ass. On my post, my homie Aaron Pugs was like, nah, can't do that. Handshake. It's a bond between two men. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, he's right. He's not like wrong. Like the handshake is very synonymous in our culture. It means a whole lot of things to a whole lot of people. Even my homie Gee, he posted on my Facebook post. He was like, but I spent so much time perfecting my handshake. So yeah, that got me to thinking. Why the hell do we do the handshake? So yeah, I went through the rabbit hole trying to find out the handshake history. Now, according to deepenglish.com, the history of the handshake dates back to 5th century BC in Greece. It's a symbol of peace showing that neither person was carrying a weapon. During the Roman era, the handshake was actually more of an arm grip. It involved gripping each other's forearms to check that neither man had a knife hidden up their sleeve. 
Some say that the shaking gesture of the handshake started in medieval Europe. Knights would shake each other's hand to attempt to shake loose hidden weapons. Bruh, who knew the history of the handshake was so damn gangster? But my question now is, why do we have to keep it? <laughs> keep your nasty ass germs over there. <laughs> Seriously, post-pandemic, I, I don't want to, like, touch you. I don't want to touch you. Don't touch me. And yo... The most nastiest thing about handshake is like when you get a wet handshake, like you shaking somebody's hand and their hand is wet. They got sweaty palms. Ew. It's like the nastiest thing ever. Ugh. Ugh. Like seriously, man, every time I shake a hand this wet, I'm just like, oh, come on, bro. Like, ah. <laughs> I'm like, what's next? Vomit on my sweater already? Mom spaghetti? Ugh. I think, me personally, man, I'm past the handshake. And that's like one thing Japan got right. In Japan, you see somebody, you bow, keep that shit moving. <laughs> Don't touch me. We ain't got to be personal. In India, they got it right. Hey, namaste. Hit a quick little bow. Get the hell out. Western culture, man. Let's change the handshake, man. Let's think of something new. Like, yo, it don't have to be the handshake. I know we've been doing it for... Thousands of years, but you know, maybe, maybe it's time to just switch it up. I don't know. I'm just out here throwing out suggestions. <laughs> oh man, like seriously, this deep English about the handshake, it's itch gets like super interesting. While handshaking is still most ubiquitous greeting around the world, it may be losing ground in the US. The fist bump was until recently a gesture mostly used by athletes and young people, but now it's become more and more common among everyone, including older people. Exactly, man. That was going to be my next point. Like, yo, the fist bump. <laughs> it's pretty much taking over, man. The fist bump, the dap. You're welcome, America. <laughs> like, seriously, why don't we, like, like, do that? Like, the handshake... For me, it's like more powerful than a fist bump. It's like if I shake your hand, it's kind of like business. It's like, yo, we got a deal. The handshake agreement. However, in 2021, the handshake don't mean shit when it comes to making a deal. Like people will shake your hand and break a deal like that. Like you better get it in writing. So I don't see like the power of that anymore. This ain't like 1885. Well, we had a handshake agreement. You can't take that shit to court. Like, nobody cares about your handshake. Did you get this, this contract notarized? Did the hell with your handshake? <laughs> so, yeah, man, I'm good by actually, like, bringing the fist bump for a greeting or just, you know, say, hey. Honestly, we ain't, ain't like we just meeting in person that much anymore. Most of these meetings over Zoom and everything like that. So, like I said, sign the contract, cut the check. But, yeah, handshakes. Who knew? Yo, what's up, DJ L Spade, Common Knowledge Podcast. If you like my podcast, maybe you'll like my music too. I humbly ask that you go listen to my music on Spotify, Apple Music, or other music streaming service providers. Thank you. All right, I guess I got to talk about the Super Bowl. Yeah. This year's Super Bowl was booty. It, 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 it was the booty butt cheek bowl. <laughs> 
And that was fitting because, you know, you got COVID protocol and a lot of people was hurt, but I didn't think the game was going to be that wopsided. And let me go ahead and say it. Yes, Tom Brady's the GOAT. He's the man. He's the champion. There's none greater. However, I still stand by the fact it's a team sport. So, you want to be honest, Tom Brady wasn't playing that great. He just had a damn good O-line and a world-class defense. His defense was just wrecking-ish. So, but whatever. whatever. I'm not taking up with Tom Brady. I don't want nobody to attack me. Tom Brady is the GOAT. Yes, he did it. Since we can't talk about the game, because the game was booty, let's talk about the other aspects of the Super Bowl. First, Super Bowl commercials. Them jumps was booty, too. Like, I remember when Super Bowl commercials used to be good. Like, Super Bowl commercials haven't been good since the Budweiser Frogs, man. Like, that, <laughs> that's where we had good Super Bowl commercials. I think the best Super Bowl commercial I saw was, like, the Bud Light commercial. Like, when the Bud Light night died, <laughs> that was all right. But it, like, okay, a lot of y'all don't know, they sell local slots for the Super Bowl, too. So, everybody won't see the same commercials per se, but you'll see basically a lot of the same commercials. But the local slots for wherever I was watching it, because I was watching it online, uh, they had this one oat milk company, and their commercial was super bummy. Super bummy. Super booty. That oat milk commercial was like the dumbest ish I ever seen. Though. It was like, wow, no cow. However, one can make an argument that it was effective because the song is still in my damn head. It was just a dude on a keyboard singing about oat milk. Saying, wow, no cow. Wow, no cow. I'm like, bruh, really? Like, who's your budgeting people? The H&R Block had a commercial too. It was dumb. Like, yo, y'all could have just not made this one. <laughs> just put out an email blast. Yeah, so the commercial was booty too. All right. Now, the most controversial thing about the Super Bowl. The halftime show. <sighs> now, a lot of people saying it was a bad halftime show. A lot of people are saying it was a good halftime show. I want to say the show was booty. Now, no, no, no. Hear me out, though. The weekend can sing. The weekend did a good job performing his song. Sounded great live. But the show was booty. And, and let me make my point. Like, the show and the singing are two separate things. Like, I would never say the weekend didn't do a good job singing and performing his songs live because he did a damn good job. He sounded great. They had those mics EQ. Right. Like everything was perfect on that end. It was just, I don't know, man. Like the angels coming down in the beginning, kind of thematic. Eh. This is like a show I would watch in an intimate setting, not for the Super Bowl. It's just the show he presented did not match the aesthetics of the Super Bowl. I want to see a show. 
I wanted to see like some dancing and some performance, some high energy stuff. That's not what I saw. I just saw a a damn good, decent show. You know, <laughs> it was just a dude showing off his singing chops. Is what I saw. But not what I wanted for the Super Bowl. Not what I wanted at all. But 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 this was not the worst Super Bowl halftime show ever. It was not. It was it was decent. As I look through the Super Bowl shows, like I'm gonna tell you guys like some of the, the dopest Super Bowl shows in my lifetime that I remember, right? I'm going to start actually with uh, 2002, because that's when I really like started really, really caring about the Super Bowl halftime shows. And um, let's go through them. 2002, you had U2. That jump was all right. Miss Bono. Then you had 2003, Shania Twain, no doubt, Sting. That jump was all right. 2004, you had the infamous titty slip. With Jetta Jackson. Nipple aside, damn good show. That was a damn good show. That was better than the weekend show, the Jenna Jackson show. 2005, you had Paul McCartney. I'm not going to lie. That was along, along the same lines of the weekend show. I wasn't really, like, hyped by that. 2006, the Rolling Stone show. I think that was on the same lines as weekend show. Wasn't that hype. Like, not a good pick for the uh, Super Bowl. Once again, Rolling Stones, great band, but, like, for the Super Bowl, I don't think your music getting me hype. Like, you know what I'm saying? 2007, damn good Super Bowl show. Iconic. Prince. Like, Prince has, like, a song for every emotion, and he definitely showed it out during that Super Bowl, man. Because he's written so many damn songs, man. Like, if you want to talk about Songs Prince had a hand in. He could damn near sing at the time 85% of the songs out because he damn near wrote 85% of the songs. Exaggeration, but you get what I'm saying. 2007, damn good show. 2008 was Booty. It was Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. That was the country halftime. That jump was terrible. That was the one that like, yo, we got to do better the next year. 2008, worse than the weekends. Weekends show a lot better than Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. 2009, Bruce Springsteen. Bruce, the boss. Yeah, he was definitely better than uh, The Weeknd. Uh, 2010, The Who. Not gonna lie, I love The Who as a band. Show was booty. Not the type of music to get me up during a halftime show. 2011, not that bad. Black Eyes Peas, Usher, and Slash. That jump was better than The uh, Weeknd show. 2012, Madonna with uh, CeeLo Green, LMFAO, MIA, and Nicki Minaj. Not gonna lie, that jump was better Barely in the weekend show because she had like some five, some five guests. Not gonna lie. 2013, iconic Beyonce, Destiny Child. That jump was five. Like that, it's in the running for the best Super Super Bowl halftime show ever. Uh, 2013 with Beyonce. Then she brought out Destiny Child. That jump was five. Then 2014, this is a good run because they got Bruno Mars. And the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and that jump was awesome. Like, the Bruno Mars and the Beyonce show is what I want to see during a halftime show. I want to see performance. I want to see, like, pageantry. I want to see magic. I want to see some damn good dancing. 
The weekend cannot dance at all. Like, I was just looking at the backup dancers and not saying that's just the, the main thing that I'm focusing on, but the whole show itself, dude, he wasn't even on the field that much, to be honest. Like, when Beyonce did the Super Bowl, she was everywhere dancing. It was awesome. 2015, you had Katy Perry with Missy Elliott and Lenny Kravitz. Come on, that's just classic right there, you know. But that wasn't that bad. Along the same lines as the weekend, just right in the middle of the road. 2016, booty. Booty butt cheeks. It was the uh, Coldplay year. Not gonna lie. The best thing about the Coldplay year was when Beyonce and Bruno Mars came out. You know, the rest of that show was putting me to sleep. And the weekend show was a lot better than the Coldplay show. With the exception of uh, Beyonce and Bruno Mars. 2017 was booty. That was the Lady Gaga show. Once again, Lady Gaga could sing her ass off. I'm not saying that. But her show, not that great, man. When she jumped off that... Uh... <laughs> 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 when she jumped off that building like a uh, fly squirrel. Yeah, that jump wasn't that great, man. <sighs> I'm not going to lie. I didn't watch the 2018 Super Bowl halftime show because I was kind of pissed off that they invited Justin Timberlake to do the show, but they did not invite Janet Jackson back. And Justin Timberlake didn't invite Janet Jackson to do it. I thought that could have been like the greatest redemption story ever. But JT was a real sucker for not bringing Janet back. Because like Janet really, man, took a lot of heat for that nip slip in the Super Bowl. So I can't speak about the performance of Justin Timberlake because I was like, man, hell with you, JT. And you're from the city, but the hell with you. Uh, 2019, Maroon 5, Travis Scott, Big Boy. That jump was kind of dope. But it was on the same lines as the weekend, like right in the middle of the pack. Uh, 2020, that was a show of the, the old baddies. Yeah, that jump was nice. Jennifer Lopez and Shakira, I like that jump. Damn good show. Both of them was dancing, putting on a show, sweating for you. That's what I want to see in a halftime show. And once again, the weekend. Not bad, man. Not bad. It's just like the show did not fit the venue. Even when they went to the fun house, I was like, man, what are we doing, dog? Like, what, what is this about? Like, I get the whole, you're talking about cocaine while you're singing and you're in the fun house and you're holding the camera. Like, oh, it's a drug-induced rave. But kind of missed the mark, dog. Like, dead ass. Honestly? We should be giving The weekend his props for talking about Coke during the Pepsi halftime show. Now that's, that's MVP level type-ish. Yo, DJ L Spade. If you like this podcast, you might like my other show, The Random Show, featuring Alex Lex Caliber Hunter. On The Random Show, we talk about eh, random stuff. <laughs> Check us out on YouTube. That's random, R-A-N-D-D. U-M-B on Instagram. Just look up random. Yo, so I'm strolling down my Facebook timeline, you know, checking out my friends' posts. I got some awesome friends. One of my friends, Ebony, she had this post, and it caught my attention. Now, this post was originally made by a guy named Darius Dupree Tyson. 
And this is what it says. I guess I'll be the first guy to say it. If your dude ain't posting pics of you and acknowledging that y'all together on social media, he either already cheating or at least talking to other females. Don't fall for that. I don't want no drama or I don't like to put people in my business bullshit. Us men love to show off our trophies. It's a pride thing. Either he ain't proud of you or he still got a few stray hoes who would stop fucking with him if he posted you on social media. Yeah, I'm snitching. Don't shoot the messenger. <sighs> Let me say right now, Darius Dupree Tyson, you is the biggest sucker ever. Oh, my God. You are in the running of Sip of the Year Award, my guy. I know who you are, dog. You're the in the wind, shoulder to cry on guy. You're the, oh, if I just stay a little while longer, <laughs> she gonna holler at me, guy. You the guy most likely to be out here dirty macking. That's you. You're the guy calling her all times of the night. Girl, you do good for him. You could do better. Come on. In hopes that you're going to come up. I know you, dog. Yo, let me tell you what it was, dude. Dead ass. This post was made for somebody else to see. But in turn, he probably ruined like three relationships with this. Like this was like some coded, some decoded message. He put this post hoping that like one of the girls he's slick trying to mess with saw it. <laughs> So he can put a bug in her ear so then he can go around and start hollering at her. That's all this was, dude. I, I know what this was because people like to make these arbitrary rules that mean nothing. So you mean to tell me if I don't post my significant other on social media, that means I'm messing off? And when did this standard start, dog? Because social media hasn't been around that damn long, dog. So what did your parents do before social media? What? I mean, maybe your daddy was messing off. Maybe your mama was messing off. But what did they do? Like, yo, the only equivalent to posting your significant other on social media uh, that I could think of, like, back in the 90s, was maybe uh, having... <laughs> The family photo album in your wallet. But, like, when am I going to pull out my wallet and show pictures of my family, dog? Like, all these rules are just arbitrary, dog. What people like Darius trying to do is cast a shadow of doubt in your relationship to make you think, oh, man, dude, messing up. Why can't things just be what they are, dog? <laughs> like, dead ass. Why can't it be, yo, I just don't want to post it. And yo, there's <laughs> so much problematic stuff in this post, dog. Seriously, dog. There's it's, it's a lot of problematic stuff in the Darius the Pre Tyson post. Yo, real talk. Do you think your significant other ain't talking to people of the opposite sex? <laughs> like, seriously. Do you think that's like a thing? You think if your preference, if you're a woman, your preference are, is men, that your man ain't talking to other women, like at work or in passing? Bruh. Come on, dog. Get over yourself. 
Same thing, dudes. You think that your girl ain't talking to other dudes? Yeah, I'm sorry, man. I got some swamp land in Montana to sell you, my guy. Look, real talk. When I DJ in the clubs and I bring a woman with me, I'm fully expecting every dude to holler at her. If not every dude, a bunch of dudes. <laughs> because, yo, attractive woman I'm with, you know? I expect every dude to want to shoot their shot. Cool. I'm not mad because you're shooting your shot. I would get mad if after she turned you down, your ass don't leave. Now, that's a whole other story. But, though, talking to other females, of course he's talking to other females. Once again, some mad problematic stuff in here, dog. Like, check it out. Us men love to show off our trophies. It's a pride thing. See, ladies, see, this, this is what you got to wor worry about. Problematic talk like this. Trophies? Look, man, any man that think of a woman as a trophy is cheating and messing off on his significant others. Because women are not trophies or things to be conquered. They're people. Persons with feelings and emotions, man. Any man that think of a woman as a thing, a trophy, once he conquers this one thing, what is he going to do? Move on to the next thing to be conquered, to get his trophy. You see, woman, you don't need a guy like that. See how I just flipped it on you, Darius? You see? I bet, I bet a lot of y'all was like, ooh, dude, spitting. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the type of sucker shit Darius was doing right there. You know? <laughs> it can be flipped. It's what I'm saying. <laughs> ah, yo, man, this stuff just funny to me now. I, I don't know. Just, just, just keep your relationship, your relationship. And uh, let me just point out, my homie Ebony wasn't like agreeing with this. She was just posting it, saying that she wanted to show off uh, her dude. So she wasn't agreeing with this, but. People like Darius kill me out here in these social media posts, out. Like, y'all just be making arbitrary rules and statements. And like, yeah, this is how it is. Because I ain't gonna lie, though. I ain't posting nothing to my significant other. Like, if you see any, like, woman on any of my social medias, those are just friends. Legit friends or, like, past relationships that are over. Matter of fact, you ain't gonna see no women, like, past five, six years ago. Because I screwed up that ish clean. Like, I got a few strays on there, but, like, pfft, you ain't finna see who I'm with now. Because that ain't your business, man. If I put it out there, people like Darius gonna be out here trying to dirty Mac on the side. Like, yeah, girl, I saw your picture with him. You know he be in the clubs. I mean, he say he ain't doing nothing, girl, but you really gonna trust that? You 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 really gonna trust that? Yeah, that's what De Darius Dupree Tyson gonna do when he finds out with Gail I'm on. That's why I don't post my significant other on social media because I'm dodging the Darius's in the world. <laughs> yeah, I'm snitching. Don't shoot the messenger. All right, Darius. You have fun with that, bro. <laughs> oh, man. That's the Common Knowledge Podcast. Just a man doing the best he can what he got. Yo, check out my music on Spotify. Just search for DJ L Spade, Apple Music, Stitcher. If you like my podcast, please think about subscribing too. We're greatly appreciated. Y'all be safe. I'm out.